Welcome to Making Your Impact, a podcast to inspire and equip you to pursue your calling and make your positive impact on the world. I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I have a passion for making an impact, and I also have a passion for helping you make yours. So let's get started. Hello, thank you so much for joining me again. I'm so glad that you are here for the second episode of Making Your Impact. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I am a nonprofit co-founder and director, an anti-human trafficking activist, attorney, speaker, and writer. Uh, you can learn more about me at melissaike.com, which is spelled Melissa, E-I-C-K.com. So in this episode, we're going to talk about three ways to look at making an impact wherever you are in life. But first, I would like to give a shout out to my pal, Deanne Brody-Menz, who was the first person to follow the podcast Instagram account before I had even published my first episode. She does not know that I am giving her this shout out, um, but I created the Instagram account and then all of a sudden I opened it up and she had followed me and it was just purely delightful. Deanne, by the way, is this incredible spoken word artist who's based in Oklahoma City. Well, she has written some powerful poems, and one in particular was inspired by survivors of human trafficking that we served at the Dragonfly Home, which is the nonprofit that I co-founded, and I'm the director of communications and development for. But Deanne is a rising star, and you can find her on Instagram at dbrodym, which is spelled D as in delightful, B as in beautiful, R-O-D as in delightful again, I-E-M as in marvelous or Melissa, I would like to say. If you would like a shout out, make sure to follow the podcast Instagram and leave a comment on today's episode post with your answer to the question that I will pose later in the episode. It's a mystery for now. You can find the podcast Instagram at making your impact. Okay, so now let's dive into the topic of today's episode. When I decided that the theme of this whole podcast would center around inspiring and equipping you to make your impact, right off the bat in an early episode, I wanted us to start thinking about what the word impact means. The, the different activities that we engage in or the causes that we, we feel called to can vary so widely. They are literally as diverse as each human being on earth. The kind of impact you will make might has something to do with the cause of homelessness or maybe domestic violence. It could involve mentoring kids or maybe serving the elderly. It might take place in the United States or it might take place in Albania, in Eastern Europe or in Senegal, in Africa. There are so many different uh, types of causes and different types of impact that you could make in every single one of them is necessary. And that's why the world needs you to pursue your calling. It is definitely my hope that over the course of this podcast, we'll hear from a bunch of different people making a difference in their own unique way. But when I was trying to come up with a practical approach for this episode to thinking about what impact means, I got hung up on all these different kinds of impacts that a person can make. And so I realized I was thinking about the what of an impact, what an impact can be instead of how to make it. 
the what of an impact is the outcome of your action. So for example, in my own experience, one of the what's of my impact has been to co-found the Dragonfly Home, a nonprofit that serves survivors of human trafficking in Oklahoma City. The outcome of your calling would likely be entirely different. But I was thinking about impact in these super concrete terms, specific categories or types of causes, and it was just too vast of a topic to break down quickly for the purpose of this episode, and I was sure that I would leave something out. And in fact, uh, to be honest, I kept thinking about Michael Scott in this one particular episode of The Office. If you're not an Office fan, please bear with me. This will still be a useful illustration, I do believe. So in this episode of The Office, it is season three, episode 17, entitled Business School. Uh, Ryan, the intern, is working on getting his MBA. And his professor says that if you invite your boss to speak to the class, he'll bump you up a whole letter grade. And Ryan is like, so I'd be stupid not to do that, right? (laughs) Understanding the risk of the situation, inviting Michael Scott to speak. So Michael goes into this grad level class and he's so honored by it. And he is sure that he's going to deliver the very best of information to these students. And so he starts out and he says, there are four kinds of business, tourism, food service, railroads, and sales, and hospitals slash manufacturing, and air travel. And of course, it's absurd because the office is this like absurdist comedy. But so he's trying to take something, a topic as huge as types of business, and he breaks it down into just these five sort of ridiculous areas, leaving out a ton of stuff. And it's very silly. But he made the mistake of talking to these students about what business is, what business can be, rather than focusing on how he conducted business practically on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I, I would like to point out that I wasn't quite this bad in my approach. Like, I would have given it a lot more thought than Michael did. And of course, the scene was meant to be exaggerated. But nonetheless, it kept going through my mind when I was thinking about how I was going to organize this podcast episode. And I realized, you know, if this is what keeps going through my head, I'm probably headed in a less than ideal direction and I should probably course correct. So after giving it a lot more thought, it hit me that I was just thinking too literally in terms of what an impact can be, that outcome I was talking about of the action. The outcome of your impact is going to be so specific to you based on your gifts, your skills, your talents, your passions, your background, your relationships. And over time, we'll discuss all kinds of specifics about these. And I hope that you'll share about that stuff with me. But for the purposes of this episode, I decided I wanted us to discuss how we make our impact, how we can practically approach shaping our lives around this thing that we know we're called to, whatever our lives look like at this moment. So after giving it a lot of thought and consideration, I broke it down into three ways that we can just start this conversation looking at how you can make your impact. So when we come back after this brief break, we will talk about those three ways. We'll be right back. So the first way I wanted you to take a look at what it means to make your impact is whether you want to do it full time or part time. 
When I started out working against human trafficking, it was definitely part-time. I was working full-time as an attorney. I was practicing. The first thing I really did for an organization um, meaningfully, more in-depth, was doing some legal research for them. So I used my career at the time as a way to begin to make my impact. And I can say that as a, as a nonprofit director now, I know people who have done that as well. They volunteer their time or they find ways to find pockets of time here and there to make an impact for us on the side. And there are people who have, I know one individual, for example, she had a lot of downtime at her job. And so she would work on doing research while she was at her job because she could do that. So it's just part-time for us, but her impact was huge. And then as you get to know my story, you'll know that I personally felt a strong call on my life to do this full-time. And so I left uh, practicing law full-time to dedicate myself to this cause. And yeah, if you're working on something full-time, sure, when you have more time to do something, your impact can be greater. But don't discount the impact that you can make. If you're in a position that you can't really do it full-time right now, don't discount that your part-time work can still make a huge impact. I think what is key is thinking about who you want to help. If you have a cause in mind, and if there's somebody who's already doing that work that you can get behind or partner with, I think what is key is talking to them about how you can help, what it is that they need, what would actually be helpful to them, rather than trying to come up with the ideas on your own. Uh, if you talk to them about how, how they can best use you for the amount of time you have, I bet that together, you can work something out so that you can have your maximum impact with the time that you do have. The second way that I thought you could take a look at what it means to make an impact is to consider whether you want to do that through your work or maybe as a hobby. So for example, again, I'm pulling from my own experience at the Dragonfly Home, especially early on in this podcast. Um, we have had uh, attorneys do pro bono representation for human trafficking survivors we serve, or we've had medical professionals, we've had counselors, we have had um, hairstylists, dentists who are using their work to make this additional impact for a cause. So then the opposite of, you know, using your profession, your specialization, career, education to make an impact for you, it might look more like using the things that you love to do, your hobbies, other types of skills that are not related to a job. One really cool example of this is a family friend of ours who is this amazing seamstress, like she can sew anything. And in order to make an impact, like she used her hobby that she loves to make these beautiful custom made quilts for some people who we serve. Other people I know who love things like running or biking might use that hobby to make an impact. If that's something that you're interested in, that's a pretty easy way to do it if you're not doing it already. Maybe if you regularly participate in a 5K, maybe now you organize a 5K for a cause that you're passionate about. How about that? That would be a cool way to step that up using your hobbies. And then for others, the volunteering itself, the making an impact itself is a hobby. And so that might be somebody who will go and volunteer with an organization and organize a clothing closet or, I don't know, do some filing for them. Maybe it's going to the local food bank and 
organizing canned food. I have done that before. It was actually pretty fun. But so the act of making an impact that in and of itself is sort of a hobby. I think both are great. It's again, it's just looking at if you have that in your heart to do, what's the best way for you to make that happen so that it's not just something that you're wondering about anymore, but you can make it a reality. And I would say that if you're already doing something like this and you are looking to do more, what does that look like for you? Maybe, and I'm only on the second one, but maybe something I've mentioned, you're like, well, I'm doing that and I want to do something more. I want to expand my impact or maximize my impact. Well, then maybe some of these other ideas are something that you could shift to. So the third way that I thought you could look at how you want to make your impact is looking at your relationships. I have so far been talking a lot about making an impact through a cause or maybe like working with a nonprofit. And and those are specific ways, but I just don't, I really don't want to limit that. But just thinking about the people whose lives you can impact in a positive way every day. You could just by pouring into someone's life who's around you, a coworker of another parent, um, family member, maybe someone who you are a mentor for, like that right there is a way to make an impact. If you're a parent, your kids making an impact on the future generation, any of these relationships could be a way that you are making your impact. So maybe it's for you where you are right now. It's a matter of using like exactly what you're already doing, the people who are already around you and like maybe being strategic. How can you look at these relationships you already have and expand the impact that you can have in their lives. Maybe it's already right in front of you. Maybe it's a brand new impact that you can have, or maybe it is just pouring more into the impact you're already having. I just have to say, just even even talking about this and talking to you about how can you take these first steps to do what is whatever is on your heart and how is a way that you can look at it to make it happen. I'm just excited. Just I love talking about it so much. I would just love to hear, do, do any of these things that I'm talking about, these three ways, do you see yourself in any of that? Do you see yourself maybe moving from one of these options into something else? Or do you have something completely different? Oh man, I I am just loving talking to you about this right now. Have I made myself clear about that? So I really would love to hear your thoughts like I mentioned earlier. I also realize that you may not know me. And so if you don't want to spill your heart out to a stranger, um, I totally do get that. But talk to someone about it. If you can take this podcast episode and let that be something that sparks a conversation with a trusted advisor, a friend, a mentor, somebody who you know will encourage you in this way. Oh, I really, really hope you'll do it um, because that is the point. And now I'm just too excited. Okay, speaking of being excited, I am also excited to announce a new segment of the podcast, and it is called The Leslie Nope Corner. Has there really been any other fictional character as committed to making an impact as Leslie Nope? And I know that she is fictional, but I see her values, her work ethic, and her drive to make an impact reflected in so 
many people who I have worked with. And of course, I know Leslie is a caricature. Her personality is exaggerated, just like every other person on that TV show. And it's important to have real life heroes. Absolutely. But there is just nothing new about being inspired by art. Um, Nothing new about art motivating people to action, uh, being a breath of fresh air from daily life. You know, I've been working full time in anti-human trafficking advocacy since 2014. And when you're when you're dedicated to making an impact, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to, to do this podcast, because burnout can be real. People need encouragement. And so I want to bring that to you as you're working to make your impact. And I can tell you personally, when I have had creative lulls, when the work has been overwhelming, when burnout was creeping toward me, trying to edge in, trying to bring me down or diminish my motivation. First of all, I have turned to my faith. And secondly, quite often, I have turned to this character. I mean, the show in general is hilarious, but it's this this character of Leslie Nope that has just time and time again over the years re-sparked my motivation. So my thought is that every episode or most episodes, I plan to share a quote by Leslie Nope and look at it in the context of making our impact. So the first one for the very first Leslie Nope corner comes, and I think rightly so, from the first episode of Parks and Rec, the pilot. And that was written by Greg Daniels and Michael Schur and directed by by Greg Daniels. And it goes like this. Leslie says, get on board and buckle up because my ride's going to be a big one. And if you get motion sickness, put your head between your knees because Leslie Nope's stopping for no one. So the cool thing about Leslie Nope is when she's saying that her ride is going to be a big one, her ride was that she was going to make a big impact for a lot of people. And now we can go back and look at the entire series and see that that really was the case. And I like to think about it the point of view of her character at this point, um, at the beginning, which this would have been in spring of 2009 when this episode aired. You know, at that point, the character of Leslie Nope had an idea of how her life might go. But as we saw, she was flexible enough to take opportunities as they came, like planning a telethon segment or a miniature horse funeral. And also, I like that she was just open to taking unexpected risks, like Ben Wyatt, for example. She had an idea of how her life was going to go, but she didn't let it, she didn't let herself become rigid for anything new that would come along. She was also willing to do the hard work and pursue excellence. Everything from planning small events like a senior citizen's Valentine's dance to huge events like the Harvest Festival and the Unity Concert. And I really respect that. I could go on, but that's what all the future Leslie Note Corners are for, right? When I was thinking through her character arc, you know, the one thing that she probably thought would work out super well is becoming a Pawnee city councilor. And that ended up failing so terribly. The city recalled her. She worked for them so hard and then it utterly failed and she had to process through that by eating like paunch burgers. But then she came out of it and then she went on to become the freaking national parks director. Okay, okay. I know this is a fictional arc, but I mean, how many times have you seen stuff like this happen? In your own life, something that you thought was a sure thing ends up just fizzling out, does not work the way you expected. And then another opportunity comes up and it's different and better than you ever would have expected. So I think a lot of people are inspired by the character of Leslie Nope. Those who I know who are committed to making an impact also often find her inspiring. So I'm hoping that you do as well. 
And of course, now that we have reached the end of the episode, I want to share with you my question that I would really love. Have I made it clear that I would love to hear from you what your thoughts are on this? So my question is, in these three ways I have listed, the three ways of looking at making your impact, uh, do you see yourself in any of these things? Are you? Do you see making an impact as something you do full-time or part-time? Do you see yourself making an impact through the kind of work that you do, the skills that you use at your job? Do you see making an impact through your passions, your hobbies, or could you possibly make volunteering itself the hobby? And finally, the third one, do you see yourself making an impact through your relationships? Maybe stepping up, maybe being more intentional with some of your relationships and making an impact that way. Do you see yourself maybe in one of these categories and building on that? Or maybe you're in one's place and you want to shift to something else? Or are you listening to this and you're like, no, you know what? I actually have an entirely different way of looking at this. I would love to hear what you have to say. You can leave your answer to this question on the podcast Instagram at making your impact on the post for this episode, episode two. So that is it for this, the second episode. Next time I'm going to be delving into self-care, which is something I'll be talking about a lot. And self-care can be really fun, but it is also crucial to making sure that we can continue to make our impact. And I can't wait to talk to you about it more. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to get inspired. And also remember that the world needs you to make your impact.